Welcome to the Tour Coach here in 2023, another year of the stories, the conversations, the roundtable discussions that come from my travels on the PGA and the Corn Ferry Tours, along with my teaching down at Old Palm and Palm Beach Gardens, or here in my studio in Mobile, Alabama. These are the stories and the guests and the people that I run into that I bring to you to help you enjoy playing the game of golf, learning about the game of golf, or learning how to teach the game of golf. I hope you'll enjoy my travels, my conversations, and you enjoy being on this journey with me. But I also want to remind you that this journey and bringing it to you wouldn't be possible without a special thanks to our longtime sponsors. First and foremost, Strixon and Cleveland Golf, Vineyard Vines, Bushnell Golf, and Buick GMC. Without those, the tour coach and all these travels wouldn't be possible, wouldn't be possible to bring these conversations to you. I hope you'll enjoy sitting in with me on another version here of the tour coach. All right, joining us on the first tape podcast of the Tour Coach for 2023 down at Golf Camp, uh, what I would call the condo where all the cool people are staying. Uh, I mean, some people had various other accommodations, but it's me, Will McFadden, making his maiden voyage on Golf Camp for professionals or soon-to-be, Emilio Gonzalez, recent graduate to the Corn Ferry Tour and been on this thing a bunch of times and jackson court at jackson k golf frederica hanging out with us uh so we're at golf camp jackson i want to we got i thought it'd be interesting as i was sitting here thinking about interesting things we could talk about (laughs) it was true we had an interesting dinner and uh thought we have two people very young in their career but also in very different places and also one of them, Emilio, I saw three, four years ago, whatever it was, in the exact same place Will is now, which to me is why I thought this would be kind of cool. I know you didn't think I'd get this deep on this one, Emilio, but... Uh, I am surprised. But uh, that's what made me think earlier. I was like, you know, I remember... When was the first time you made the... When, when did I meet ago. you at St. Mary's? How many years ago? Was that like four? five years ago. Five. Yeah. So five years ago, what year in school were you? No, six. No, no. There's no way I've known you that long. Dude, I just got to not year. eating hard tacos. We started working together almost four years ago. Four. Yeah. But I knew you a couple of years before that. That's true. Yeah. True. So we went okay. So um, say five. Just a little counting the five. But when I so what what great year in school would that have put you? Uh, I started. School in St. Mary's six and a half years ago. Wow. Mm. Anyway, so you were, but you were, so you're a little younger than Will when I first met yeah. you. But when we started working, you were close to actually where Will is now. Yeah, exactly. And I thought it's interesting they're in different places, but this week for me, Jackson's always, I tell you that. And you and I had a ball riding around laughing this week. And uh, we got to figure out how to do this longer. <laughs> and for my liver to take it. <laughs> uh, but, uh, I mean, it, it's a it's a blast. But let's talk about what, first of all, let's start with Will. What have you learned this week? You say so you're go, entering your last semester at Troy University. You've been a long-time dew sweeper. Long, I mean, you're one of the all-time goats of junior camps to graduate. And if we actually get you to the tour, I mean, it'd be a great moment for sweeper worldwide <laughs> <laughs> well it's just been an incredible week so far where 
we've just got all these guys around that are much farther along in their careers than than I am at the moment. And to see the way that they go about their business on the golf course is very different than what I've seen in the past. It's um, what do you mean by that? How they take care of their business or go about their business? That's interesting. It, just kind of how they make sure that every fundamental setup, with, whether that be short game, full swing, all of that, they, it's the first thing that they do when they show up. They, they don't neglect the simple things. And I think a lot of times when you get into a schedule, like if you're in college or in high school golf, you can, you can neglect the easy stuff, which can lead to big problems. And I think just seeing them take the time to check all that is really interesting. That's good. That's awesome. Emilio, so you've been to a few of these now. Yeah. Talk about what you got out of this week, but also talk about how you've seen, like, your appreciation or your understanding or how we've worked this week has changed over the course of the last few years. Because I'm curious to know. Yeah. Uh, obviously, as I was saying earlier, every time I get a chance to be around you and Jackson, I know I'm getting better uh in any part of my game so always grateful for that but uh i've done three of these trips now counting this one and just comparing my last few experiences to this one like this one's i'm i'm just obviously polishing my game not only like right now i've been doing it for the last few weeks now but uh just figuring out exactly like how i just got to keep doing what i'm doing you know and not just bounce off that uh, obviously, it's worked for the last year. I had a good finish to the year and gave me a good status for my upcoming year. But, uh, yeah, that's what I really took out of this week. Um, it obviously helps when we get to play really nice courses, too, because it prepares you. You're playing a really good uh, test of golf with really good players, too. So there's no better uh, no better way to prepare yourself for that. Uh, in previous experiences, I was just more here than more than anything to like learn. Uh, as Will was saying, like I was just in another state of my career where I just had a bunch to learn too. Like talking about like how other players, like whenever they would show up to the range, they always knew exactly what they were doing. Did you um, back then? Not really. <laughs> like I knew how to get better, but like I was not organized at doing it. Uh, and that's like the rea- reality of things and now I'm like really good at it and I'm really disciplined about it mm-hmm. and that's something I learned in camps like these yeah by watching Rick uh, Lucas yeah stuff like that I thought the other especially last not last year this year but the years before with the years with Lucas will you spent a bunch of time around him during COVID when we were all up at Frederica at the time but it was fantastic and that was you know he was a big part of how I started formulating these weeks, and we can always tweak it. And Jackson and I, we talked about ways to make it better. Um, but, like, I, I just always thought that if I could expose you guys to people that were great at what they do, yeah. whether it's playing, teaching, whatever, you guys got a chance. Because I always feel like people that want to get better, if you put them around that, the right stuff, they'll figure out how to get better. Yeah. You know, and like, you could take, I mean, you could take somebody that, half ass and it really isn't into it it says they are and you take them to the best thing in the world they're not going to get anything out of it yeah, no. but if you give you guys a crumb you'll figure out how to get something out of it Jackson yeah so 
I remember this was a couple of years ago you were talking about when you first started working with Andy and why you thought he was going to be good. Is because when he was in high school or whenever he would come and see you, how he, he would hang around and he would just watch what other people were doing mm-hmm. and how they were doing it. Right now, I think he's on the other end of that spectrum where people are now watching him yeah. and how he's doing it, which tooting the horn of McFadden over there, I saw him do a bunch this trip, which for your rookie session at golf camp, I think is pretty cool. Like it, so like he was me, just hanging out on the putting green watching Emilio, talking to Andy about shots. I said right? to him, I don't know, a couple months ago, I asked him what his off season was, you know, what it's going to be. And I just said, hey, these are basically the dates we're going to go. You ought to go. And, I, you know, I was like, I'm going to take a spot. Because I really thought, like, I've watched him go through college and want to learn. I watched him come in COVID and be a sponge to try to learn from Lucas and the guys. You were around in COVID. Uh, Rick was around a bunch. Tom was up there. Heck, Tom lived there in that cottage <laughs> for a month. And, uh you know, but I watched, you know, that was an interesting, it was like an extended golf camp, right? Yeah, it was. But I watched how much you wanted to learn. I thought, like, I just thought it'd be interesting. But I think, but then I was thinking today when I was riding around the cart and kind of watching everybody out there, I thought, like, man, I remember when Emilio was Will. Yeah. Right? And you said it great. Like, back then you were just trying to learn. Now you're actually here, but you're preparing for something. Yeah. Going, which I think, you know, Rick is, and, and, and Andy's got... Saudi International and Peter too coming up next week. So, um, how is it different trying to prepare versus trying to learn? Uh, it's weird because obviously you're trying to get better in your own game too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's weird for a young player uh, in my situation when I first came here. The best thing that you guys could have done to me was throw me out in a course with Tom, Rick, Lucas. And figure out a way to beat him myself. Like, I mean, at that point, like, you're not going to get really, like, extraordinary golf by just being in a bay with you hitting balls, you know? You got to figure out your own way, too, of, like, okay, so I know how to hit these shots, but you're obviously seeing that other people have, like, more more shots in their bag than more you. More tools, yeah. Uh... So you just learn from that, and then from there you learn and try to beat him with it. But I think one of the cool things, and we're going to turn this on to Will, and yep. we'll have this discussion, but, like, is I said the other day, or we were talking, like, Andy, you played with Will. What did you think? I think the players, given the younger guy's feedback, is very valuable. It is. So, like, you've watched Will for a few days. Y'all broomed together. I don't know what's going on back there, but, I mean, y'all seem to be getting <laughs> along fine. I mean, and, and – uh, this condo, by the way, is fantastic. It That's is great. what we have. And uh, what do you think of Will's game? And when you look at, you remember where you were there when you were there. Like, what advice would you give him from a player? Because, like Jackson and I, give him teaching stuff, and yeah. I give him life coaching in the cart all day today. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard being a life coach in that hard. I'm gonna try it, right? So, uh, give me that yellow hybrid. <laughs> you, first thing you gotta do is get a hybrid shaft that matches your shoes. Everybody knows. So uh, thanks to Asics and Shrixon. Um, but uh, you're looking at McFadden. Where, what do you see? What'd you like? And, and like, what would be your advice? Uh, I I played with Will before this yeah. week uh, at Fred, uh, but that was a while ago. Uh, 
But obviously he's a fantastic ball striker. He's got a lot of talent. And, uh, yeah, I hits mean. Hits it hard. Hits it pretty hard, yeah. Really good ball striker overall, yeah. But, uh, okay. yeah. The only Other than that heel cut he hit today <laughs> with an iron. That <laughs> night. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was one of those ones I'm watching as a teacher, and I just didn't even. The sunglasses. This is just, you just keep looking and hoping there's another one coming. <laughs> <laughs> you know, get to hit that one again. Go ahead. Sorry, Emilio. No, you're good. Uh, it's just like get get yourself more tools. You know, like we play a game that it just you could play a tournament and you can have a very different golf round every single day. Just because there's so many uncontrollables, and like you just have to have those options. Uh, it could be windy, it could be wet. The next day, it could be soft or firm. You never know, you know. Mm-hmm. So I just think it's really important to always have all the tools possible so you can score low, no matter what the conditions are. Uh, but that's it, really. Mm-hmm. Like you've got a lot of potential, and I think that's that's. He what reminds we- me very different players but he reminds me of you in his wanting to learn yeah and and like i know jackson you said you watch like i know i think we both to say like you watch how he's watching other players right and i even watched it in the gym and the funny one was like he was kind of paired up with rick so he went into one of those things pulling like he was gonna outdo rick and you know BDR. <laughs> Next thing you know, he's on the floor like oh, I'm out of gas, right? But you know, but but I like that though, and I think that's one of the cool things about this week for me. And Jackson, I'm curious about your perceptions as a teacher. But like, you know, there's good and bad to what we do this week. Like, we don't probably get as much one-on-one time as we need to. I like the whole that we're all together a lot, because so, you got too many people to be. Everybody gets two hours in a day, right? Yeah. But I also like the whole going to the gym and watching how they are. You and I talked about you in the gym. I like to watch them go through that to see how hard do they do it, where are they. Like I could watch these guys work out and see places that were unstable or you know inefficiencies or areas that are weak, whatever, that you know that relate to what I see in the golf oh, swing. Because awesome. so, like, it's different in the gym than it is hitting golf balls. And then the other thing is playing 18 holes with everybody where like, obviously we were having fun and all of that. And I'm playing up. I should be two sets at Bear Lakes. First of all, I will never play that golf course if I'm not two sets up. (laughs) Um, But uh, Floridian from the threes is perfect for me. Lovely. And uh, first of all, with my handicap, if anybody's looking for a, like member 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 guest partner there I think I'm good oh yeah you're good but um uh, but like to be able to play golf even though it's casual to just see how they hit shots because everybody's still trying seeing how they seeing their shot selection just seeing watching guys like even though it's not a super serious round hit a couple bad shots and see the stuff they're over there rehearsing and how they're grinding on things like whether it's the right stuff or do they get too caught up in mechanics or like you were talking about tools? It was great to watch on a golf course, and I'm sure yeah. you did this around the greens. Like, how many guys are one dimensional, or do they need more tools and dimensions around the greens? So, I think that's like the real benefit of it. 
Like, yeah. and I think we should do a better job taking that to other people that we work with. It's hard when you do hour golf lessons, but that's what's so cool about spending a week like this. It's not, to me, it probably helps me and you, Jackson, more for the rest of the year than it necessarily helps them for the next tournament. Yeah. If that makes sense. It probably helps me see who can we pair up together, who can I put with somebody that they're going to get something out of, and, like, what tools and areas down the road do we need to coach these guys on more than it is about golf swing and prep this week? What do you think? Yeah, I agree 100%. You get to see him that was pretty deep for me at this moment good. in time. Yeah, you get to see him under the gun a little bit. Right. Right. And I think the other like thing. Like, it's amazing how much everybody kind of grinds. Yeah. McFadden and I, not so much today <laughs> on the back nine. <laughs> but, uh, but like, you know, like people were grinding. Yeah. And yesterday, I mean, we're talking a couple hundred bucks. Like, a little cash got on the table. Like, and there were a lot of birdies flying at the Floridian. Yes. All over the place. Eagles. I mean, Andy made three eagles. Back now. Yeah. The other cool thing about... With my stroke, I topped him. <laughs> other cool thing about this culture, tipping hat to the dew sweeper, is like the team approach, mm-hmm. right? You know, Will's in college, and he's got a bunch of guys around him. Even though it's an individual sport, he's got guys with a common goal that are pushing each other to get better. And then, yeah. you know, you look at Emilio and... Obviously, you've got a bunch of friends and people that you can play with that do that, but I think a little bit of that gets lost in professional golf. For sure. It really does. And the culture you've built with this is pretty unique, and every guy here is rooting for each other. Yeah. And it's got a little bit of that feel in professional golf, which is incredible. I I think that's the most fun part of what I do. And, And even when guys move on and they don't work with us anymore, right? Like, I know, like, when you play good Lucas still reaches out or when, you know, everybody here knows Robbie and, you know, from Mobile, like, you, you know, like everybody still pulls for each other, mm-hmm. right? It's and, nice to have people in your corner. Yeah. Because I think you and I, Emilio, you and I have, over the last couple of years when things, when you didn't have a great stretch, whatever, we've had some real serious talks about like how hard golf is. Yeah. And like, man, golf's hard. Like, and having people though that you know that just, I think having people you know that just support you. No matter what, yeah. Like, and the cool thing is, like, these three days, like, some days somebody will play really bad, right, because we're getting back into it or we did a big workout or whatever. And everybody's still pulling for them and nobody's, like, nobody walks off and is like, what the hell just happened, you know? Yeah. Jackson, what you got next? I don't know. Don't put me on the spot. Will, what? So, like, Tell me a couple. Of, you talked about the basic stuff about that. Tell me a couple of the things, like watching specific instances of things you notice where you're like, "Well, hell, like I don't know. That's how I would have done that." Yeah. Or, wow, that's interesting. I'd never thought of that. I know. I mean, everybody's touched on it in in this talk here, but about having a bunch of shots, and it's definitely something that I think can get overlooked. Having, having different shots that you can hit, even if it's not your stock shot. Like, you're always going to have to hit a shot under the gun that you may not want to hit. And I know I was listening to one of these a few weeks ago where Emilio talked about having to hit a high fade at 
Q School, yeah. and uh, how that's not his comfortable shot. One of our better shot. coaching moments. <laughs> how that's not his comfortable shot, and how he knew that at some point he was going to have to do it. And I think, like you said, this game's really hard, and at some point you're going to have to do a shot that you don't want to hit. And to have as many shots as possible would really help in that moment, especially if it comes at the biggest stage. Uh, another reason why I love this, and it makes my job super easy this week, is um, having those players here. Like the when we were on the range at Floridian, and you were talking about how when you hit your long irons and it's going right, and you got this certain wind. I didn't have the answer, but I knew somebody that did. And so we just walked down to the other side of the range. I was like, hey, Andy, what the heck would you do here? Right, and that... I learned maybe more than you do mm-hmm. in that moment, like you oh, were saying earlier. But I think that's an incredible right. aspect to this. Like, and, like we're talking about with the tools, maybe around the short game, but you know, for your long iron shot with that into the wind off the left. Right. Absolutely. And what he what he told me to do there, I I would have never. I would have thought the opposite. <laughs> I would have thought the exact opposite. Right. And so. He told me to do it, and I, sure enough, I moved that ball back a little bit, and there it went. And I was like, okay, we're good. Yep. And then hit it on the course a couple of times, and it worked out. So it's just really interesting when you see, when you have these guys around and you can pick their brain and figure out how they do it. Because yep. it may not always be what you would think yep. from your golf swing knowledge. Like, it could just be a certain tick in their brain that, that does it, and it may work for you too. So, well, I, mean, I think that golf is so feel oriented, right? Mm-hmm. We get people all the time that um, feel players. I, everybody's a feel player, right? Yeah. And but like, what it feels like to you, or feels like to you, I don't know. And you know, like we can pull stuff up on a swing cap and all that, and show you shit, but we can't tell you what it feels like. But like, when you've played at the level you guys have, and under the pressure you have, you know certain things that feel certain ways, and you can share that, mm-hmm. right? And I, I think that's why, also as a teacher, it's still important to be able to play some golf. You know, these guys that can't break ninety drive me crazy. Right? I'm gonna get on a soapbox, but I'll get off it. But like, you know, I mean, like, you know, how can you know what it's like to hit a decent shot, solid over water, whatever, if, if you can't do it? You know, at least or haven't done it. And so that's why that's another part for me though that I enjoy getting out there, even though like I suck today. <laughs> <laughs> right, but yesterday seventy one at, at you know Floridians decent, right? It's pretty good. Made some birdies, drove seventeen. Um, yeah, I think once I start working back out with Colby full time, y'all are trouble. <laughs> Be totally fair, but uh, but like uh, you know, I, I I just think it's different watching you guys. I think you got to be able to go out there and watch you guys play. And it's it's really interesting to see how when you come here so like I came here and I knew that everybody here is playing at one of the highest levels and that everybody can play really good golf and to see that everybody plays a little different in their own way is definitely really interesting to see because I mean what do you mean by that well all all these guys have proven themselves like they've made it through the, the ringer to get to where they are and to watch Andy hit a low fade, and then to watch Peter hit a high draw into the same pin and both end up in great shape. It's just knowing your game. Pretty good there. Good insight. So the whole goal of this week is to get prepared for what's coming up? 
right? Prepared, just prepared to play better. What do you get out as a teacher out of it? What have you gotten out of it as a teacher? I think what you were touching on a little bit earlier, like, you know, you get to see it. And I think, obviously, the more exposure you get to see players play to and knowing, all right, Emilio, we've worked now for X amount of years, and we've seen this trend with you, and we've got all this data stored up that we can kind of go mm-hmm. back to and touch on, right? And then we're, you're doing the same thing with Will now, just at a different stage. But um, I think for me, too, I'm still learning a ton. And I learn more from these guys oh, than I can share with percent. them. Thousand you know, percent. like a lot of the wedge stuff, like I'm a, not a good ball striker, so my short game's always had to be relatively solid, but the amount of... It wasn't on number 10 today. You no. hit it in the left. Yeah, that was best shot of my life. Deed is at 50. <laughs> but, like, the stuff that I've learned from Emilio with wedges, mm-hmm. and maybe it's not so much technique, but a lot of process stuff, I think I've mentioned yeah. that before, is has helped a bunch of my players. That's not my knowledge. Right? No, but I, I, like, I, I like listening to their thought process. It's incredible. And what they go through. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think it's great. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's really good, too, to see them come in now with a, an idea of what they're doing yeah. and how to do it. And then we're taking it to a stretch of golf that's going to be interesting for Emilio because he's got two really windy events coming up. Which I like, travel. to be honest. Yeah. But, I, you know, it's just interesting to watch how they grow, too, and how their expectations come from year to year into this. Whereas, you know, I remember when Emilio was like Will, um, you know, and then you watch how Andy's grown over the last few years, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, all different different players, right? Rick, same thing. You know, Rick's – and you watch how they grow through life, right? Like you watch guys get married and so how they affect – how they work on things in their time and the things that they do and uh, how they're different. And that all affects everybody's performance, yeah. right? You know, so it's interesting watching them grow. I think that's the whole point. Is if you've come to, where God, I heard somebody coming in that door. Um, but uh, that's you watch these guys through the years. You watch how they grow as people and how that affects and how they change as golfers. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well said. Yeah. You guys feel prepared? I do. I mean, I have. I would like. What's your goals for the first four? I mean, do you, have you set like and said, "Hey, this is what I want." I mean, are you a goal guy? I mean, because everybody's different, right? Uh, if I'm super honest, like, I like to just go out there and just be super free, you know, mm. and just have like. Boy, Doc Cart would love that. Yeah, like I, I don't like to just. He might invoice you just for saying that. Like, <laughs> that's like you've been talking to him. So. Uh, I obviously have goals, but, like, it's not like I'm thinking about them very often. Uh, but they're, like, very long-term. Uh, so I don't like to set, like, really short-term goals. Because that way I just have this, always this big room of, of improvement. So that's why I just like to keep it that way. So if you were to give Will some advice, he's because you remember when you had a semester left of school. Mm-hmm. I remember when you had a semester left of school. What would you tell him to do that would help him the most during this last semester to prepare him for what's ahead or to give him the best opportunities? Uh, to practice outside your comfort zone. 
play with players that are better than you. Uh, go out and play chipping games with someone that has really good short game and get your ass whooped a few times. Like, that helped me a bunch. Um, if you don't like to hit fades in the range, uh, that's what made me successfully get through Q School. They, I was prepared to hit shots that I was never really capable of hitting because I didn't like to practice them. Uh, and that's really it. Like, just do that. Because it's never, it's always the toughest whenever you have to do things that you don't like. But once you start doing them and you see that you're getting better at it because you're a really skilled player, you're just you're just really getting better doing that. That's good. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You looking forward to your last semester? Yeah, I'm excited. It'll be it'll be a good semester. One last ride with the guys. So. You guys got a good team. We do. Man, the coach do. has done. Coach Schultz has done a heck of a job there, getting yeah. that thing headed in the right direction. And you got some good young players. Absolutely. I'm really excited for this semester and get to compete with the guys one more time, and then and then move on from there. Have some fun. Yeah, that's awesome. We could be roommates down here, Will. <laughs> we could. In this condo. Boy, this condo's the best one I've ever had. Yeah. Jackson, parting thoughts? This has been great. Very successful. Yeah, I thought, and I thought our dinners were pretty good. Food's been great this week. Really? You're that yes. big a fan of it? That Rinaldi's breakfast shop? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I'm right. and Will made a second trip today. I miss, I miss, I miss the days of a lot of chicken wings. We've gone healthier a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Times change. Uh, you still got your vanilla ice cream, but a little bit of chocolate sauce. A little bit of chocolate. Boy, she gave me a boat of chocolate sauce. Yeah. Um, you right. the whole thing. <laughs> well, great, great week, guys. Thanks for everything, yeah. as always. Um, Jackson, great job assisting, as always. And we'll catch up with everybody soon. I hope you enjoyed this edition of The Tour Coach and this conversation that we brought to you about playing, learning, and teaching the game of golf. We'll be back next week with another edition of The Tour Coach. In between now and next week, make sure you follow us on our social channels. You can always find me at the Dew Sweeper on Instagram or go to our YouTube page where you'll see a scene and a video from my teachings daily on our YouTube channel. You can find that by looking up Tony Ruggiero and the Dew Sweepers on YouTube. Until then, make sure you follow and check out everything Tour Coach and all our sponsors, Shrikshon Cleveland Golf, Bushnell, Vineyard Vines, and Buick GMC. I'll be back next week to help all of us appreciate, learn, and enjoy the game of golf.